0: You're dead before you even finish dialing. Yeah, you just wait. Off with your head! You're Hold done. On. One more. Yeah. Please don't kill me until after this thing goes all the way back around. Yeah. Broken Wood Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. All the holidays.
0: All the good stuff.
1: All the good stuff. Mr. Any Maniacs.
0: excuse to take a break. Wow. Yes. I'm so
1: done. Mystery Maniacs is a comedy recap podcast dedicated to British, or in this case, New Zealand, Mystery Ooh. TV TV. Every week, we dig into an episode of the show, including the murders, the mayhem, the loonies, and everything else we love. This week, we have The Broken Wood Mysteries, Season 3, Episode 4, A Merry Bloody Christmas. Which
0: won the listener poll by, like, 15%.
1: Yeah, like you it guys was. really wanted us to do some broken wood, so we did.
0: So we did, and I think this one's a good choice. If you've never seen Broken Wood before, yep, you're fine with this. You can watch this, but you
1: should watch them all.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, you're not going to be confused. You're going to know what's going on. Yep, you can uh, follow it for sure. I'm Mark. Is that your New Zealand <laughs> that's, accent? That's as far as I'm going. Wow, <laughs> I don't think you should have even gone that far. I'm Sarah. <laughs>
1: Just as a warning, this is a spoiler podcast. And if your kids still believe in Santa Claus, it's probably not for them.
0: They can't, they can't handle this. (laughs) It's not going to be good for them. No, no, no. Guess what? Santas die. (laughs) Not just one. <laughs> the clauses get closed. Yeah. Before we dive in, um, if you haven't noticed, uh, if, if you're not following along, BritBox has a new contest for Father Brown where you can enter to go and be a victim Yes. On a future Father Brown episode. Is the one-way ticket sweepstakes. That's fun.
1: Yep, it's fun. You get a seven-day round trip for two to London. You can visit a Brit box set. It doesn't say which one, but they're pushing Father Brown. And you get to be the understudy to an on-screen dead body.
0: The understudy to a dead body? Now, now wait a
1: minute. We're telling you this. If you make it on screen and you win this contest, you will be dead body of the week. Absolutely. When we cover this episode. Yeah. I don't care what you do. If you move around, I don't care. If you sit up, you're still best corpse of the week. You're still best corpse of the week. (laughs) second we're not going to so one enter. of our
0: listeners should win yes. you should all enter that contest yes, you should you all should. enter we'll put a link to information about it in the show notes we we won't enter because if we just happened by a fluke to win everybody would think it was a setup
1: yeah i am not interested in winning that plus oh I wanna, no i would love I to win be it. podcasters on the show <laughs> <laughs> and get killed
0: <laughs> i would love to to get what the winners get don't get me yeah. wrong but Um, It would be awesome if somebody who listened to Mystery Maniacs wanted it. Oh, my
1: gosh. If we were on a set, we would ask so many questions. We We would be annoying. We would be those people. Now, now wait a minute. Why are you doing that? What is that newspaper from? Who made that?
0: Yeah. Where's Mark? Oh, he's been talking to the set dressers for seven hours. (laughs) He's making them crazy. Yes. Um, Also, another little announcement. The holiday song is coming later this week.
1: Yes. So we have this episode dropping on Monday, the 19th. The second mini for Midsummer season 23 will be on the Twentieth. That's Tuesday, and then sometime next week Stay before Christmas, the holiday, the song. holiday song will be there.
0: It's taking us a little bit longer than we there thought it are would. A billion lyrics because that we so don't many get. people you guys stepped are up. So awesome! Yeah, not not just lots of lyrics, but lots of really fun ones. So we're weaving them all together to do great big mega song.
1: Usually, usually we do like a one minute song at most, but th- there's going to be a one minute of people's names on the screen.
0: Yes. <laughs> So thank you to everybody who sent us such awesome lyrics. It's clear that you had fun doing it too. Absolutely. And we're gonna uh we're gonna have fun sharing them.
1: But today, episode 149, that means if you haven't figured this out yet, when we return in January with full episodes, it'll be 150. 150. Shabang. Shabango. Yeah. This episode was originally aired in November of 2016, mm-hmm. which makes it perfect. Directed by Murray Keane and written by Tim Blaine. They're kind of the people behind the show.
0: And the Garometer. Yes. Turn on the Garometer. I'm going to call it Dagger Plus.
1: Yeah, it's a little bloodier than Poirot's Christmas episode, but the same sort of method.
0: But it's not quite like machete. No. Nobody's getting dismembered or anything. It's straight razor, right? Yes. So a little bit worse than a dagger, but not quite like machine gun or anything.
1: So before we begin, let's just do a quick two-minute series overview. The main character of this show... Is Mike Shepard. Mike Shepard. He's a detective inspector. He
0: starts the show coming to Broken Wood from a larger place, right? So... He's there to fill in, to solve, of course, one case (laughs) and stays, right? Kristen Sims and Sam Breen are the existing detective, detective sergeant, detective constable who are already in Brokenwood. Yes. So they're the locals. Yes. Who Mike works with.
1: Uh, His neighbor is Jared. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't see a lot of Jared in this episode, but they seem super concerned with him. It's because he's a bigger player in a lot more other episodes. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's his neighbor. They make wine together. Jared's kind of his local knowledge guy. Definitely the Maori culture. Jared is his insider for that. And then there's Mrs. Marlowe, who is the town know-it-all. And then Gina. She's all over the place. And Gina, the coroner, who I love. She's fantastic.
1: Now, a bunch of other people in this episode show up in other episodes, Mm -hmm. but they're not as regular as those people.
0: Yeah. I think the only semi-regular character who's not in this one is Frodo.
1: Yes, there's no Frodo, but he is...
0: And we're not joking. He, it's not like he's from Lord of the Rings. He's a guy whose nickname is Frodo. They call
1: him Frodo. Yeah, and he's
0: everywhere. But
1: he's in all the seasons. Yeah. And I actually like Frodo. I think he's a good actor. I and do too.
0: Yeah. I do too. So... You know, it's not, it's not a a village per se. It's a, it's a town. It's a smaller town, New Zealand. Do we know where in New Zealand it is approximately where we're supposed to think it is?
1: Because I screwed up on the South African geography so much, I'm a little better here on the geography here. But there's a little weirdness that happens. So this is supposed to be on the North Island where Wellington and Auckland is. So Wellington and Auckland are the two biggest uh, cities on the North Island. But this takes place in the outskirts of Auckland. Okay. Like it's not the back of beyond, but mm-hmm. it's like they can drive to the city pretty quickly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But they're also like not Downtown, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I don't get the sense from the whole series that they're a town that's on the way to anywhere.
1: No, no, no. So they're not like between Wellington
0: and Auckland, right? Right, you have to want to go to Brokenwood to go to Brokenwood. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's just, it's set in New Zealand, which I just, I mean, I just don't have a whole lot of knowledge about. It's like when we're watching Miss Fisher, because it's in the Southern Hemisphere, Christmas episodes are always weird because it's the middle of summer there in yes. December.
1: It's 70s right now in Auckland.
0: Yeah. It's, yep. it's the height. Of their warmest season. So yep. it's just strange to think of, even if you don't live somewhere that gets particularly snowy in the wintertime, in the Northern Hemisphere, we expect it to be chillier at Christmas. Yes. Um, but there it's the opposite. And which Kristen, is,
1: Kristen does a great job of kind of bringing that in.
0: Yeah, to kind of remind us that they're in New Zealand and yep. that's why it's so hot.
1: They're, they're well aware that most of their viewership is not in New Zealand.
0: There's a couple of things I didn't know about New Zealand First um, of all, how far is New Zealand from us? It's on the opposite side of the planet. Yep. So what do you think? Just I, guess. I don't know.
1: 8,291 miles from Bloomington. Wow. Yep.
0: That's a long flight.
1: That's that's if we flew direct from Bloomington.
0: <laughs> yeah, a direct flight a from one. our backyard to there. Yep. I knew that New Zealand had a lot of sheep. I didn't know it was a ratio of about five to one. Five sheep for every one There's human. a lot of
1: sheep there. And it is a beautiful place. It has beaches it has majestic mountains like they mm-hmm. look
0: like the Rockies
1: mm-hmm. they have. Uh, fjords on the South Island. It's just a beautiful place.
0: They got a little bit of everything geography wise, except they're in the middle of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that New Zealand was the first place to grant women the right to vote.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. They have a female prime minister right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And the other thing that I learned about New Zealand that I found really interesting is that there is only one native land mammal to New Zealand. Everything else was brought to the island in some way by, oh, really? by either ancient people or more modern people. There's only one native land mammal. Do you want to mm. guess what it is?
1: Well, it'd have to be something small because it probably survived the the extinctions that happened with the dinosaurs and stuff like that, maybe. I don't know. Maybe a rat? It's
0: a bat. A bat!
1: I was close. There are
0: native bats oh. in New Zealand.
1: I would imagine there's tons of caves in New Zealand. Yeah. So, this is a light show like Midsummer. Mm -hmm. It's definitely Midsummer New Zealand.
0: Yes. There's a lot of little jokes you can tell. Yep. And so, I think you looked into this. So, in the beginning of the episode, it starts out with a Christmas parade.
1: Yes. So, Santa Claus parade for the people in the UK, this is a thing that we do in the colonies. (laughs) And it is a really big thing. Like, Bloomington has a Santa Claus parade. My hometown has a Santa Claus parade. Like, it is a thing that little towns do.
0: You'd think the colder it is, the less likely it would be that they would do it, but they do it. It's a
1: huge thing in Carlton Place.
0: There's clearly a real parade going on here, and the production team has joined that real parade. I know exactly where this parade is. I thought you would. So (laughs) what is it? This
1: parade is on, uh, it's in How It's outside of Auckland on 330 State Highway. So it's a highway that runs... (laughs) Through a little town. um, Outside, it goes northwest out of Auckland. Okay. And how I know that is because of the Pink Spot Dairy...
0: Do you know what a dairy is in New Zealand? Oh, it's
1: much more complicated than it is here. It's a
0: corner shop. Yeah, it's like a corner, a corner shop. That's what they call a corner shop. Yeah, a dairy.
1: So that pink spot dairy, there's only one in all of New Zealand. So you found it. I found it. Good and for I, you. I absolutely found like that whole area where they're taking shots of the police car and... Breen uh dressed as a an elf. An elf and Mike driving the police car. Now that's not a normal police car.
0: No, that's his personal vehicle. Yes. But he drives nothing but that.
1: They 1971 Holden Kingswood.
0: I I love old cars and I don't know why he likes that car so much. I think it's almost too new though it's 50 years old. It's almost yeah. too new for me to like it. Yep. My first car was a 1965 Plymouth Fury two was beautiful. Yep, I still wish I I wish I had that car, though I couldn't afford to drive it now. Gas was oh man, it got like three miles to the gallon. <laughs> um, but that car is kind of part of his that, and listening to country music. Yeah, that's he's Mike. kind
1: of nostalgic. It's who he is with his,
0: and he's been. Married an unknown number of times.
1: He, he has.
0: Seems to have pretty good relationships with most of his exes, though at least one of them I think has passed away. Yeah. But we don't, I mean, he he keeps his personal life very close to the vest. It's like an ongoing joke. Yeah. That they don't know much about him. They, there's another episode where Kristen is trying really hard to figure out how old he is.
1: Yeah. And they're trying to figure out what birthday he has. Yeah, and and
0: he won't tell them anything. Yeah. So there's a shot, the shot of of Breen, of Sam, tossing candy to the kids in the parade. Now, I was like, okay, that's not... That's not like a production shot, that's like news footage kind of shot. You know, the camera work is really different. I was like, okay, that's a real parade.
1: Now, that's it's a real parade, but they all the promo shots for this episode that Mm -hmm. Brit Box uh, that Acorn put out are all of them in the car with the decorations and Mm -hmm. Breen as an elf. So, all I have a bunch of pictures that I'm going to use that. Has that, and I got a close-up of the Broken Wood Police Crest. Did you see what was on it? No. Okay, so on the door is the Broken Wood Police Crest. It has stars Mm -hmm. and
0: kiwi birds. That's a requirement, isn't it? I think so. (laughs) It has to have a kiwi if it's in New Zealand. I looked.
1: It it was super cool. I thought they were kiwis, but then I confirmed when I saw the higher res pictures.
0: So which do you think came first, the fruit or the bird? Oh, the bird. No. Oh, really? And where do you think the fruit is from? Australia. China. That's weird. So kiwi fruit are from China, and kiwi birds look similar enough to the fruit that people called them kiwis.
1: And they call people in... From New New Zealand, Zealand, Kiwis.
0: Which is a Chinese word. For a fruit, but they have a bird that looks like one. Okay. There you go. Now you know. There's one more thing that's more
1: confusing than that. What? Why is the Red Baron in this spirit?
0: (laughs) This is... uh, Everything goes in plus Santa parade. Yeah. There are cows and elves and Santas and... Red barons. Red barons and a, a, a girl in a car in a pretty dress. Yep. And like anybody who wants to be in the parade, let's do it. Yep. Everybody in. <laughs> they it's It goes so far as to have... A float wrangler. Yes. <laughs> Just to organize it.
1: Yeah. They do that sort of typical colony thing that happens in different towns I've been to where at the fairgrounds where you have the fall fair, mm-hmm. you also store your floats for the Santa Claus parade.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or the rink. Some people stay store them at the rink.
0: Now have you ever been in a parade?
1: Uh, I have never
0: actually been in a parade. Have you ever helped build a float? Nope. I have done both. I know. Many times because I was my class president in high school. Sarah was very popular in school. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I was not. So as class president, it was my job to design the float and organize a crew of people to help build it. And we built a new one every year because we had to make a float to compete. And the parade absolutely fantastic. So my my high school mascot was a hornet, and our nemesis school, which we always played against the, in the homecoming, yep. were the Speedway Spark Plugs. Oh, so we had to make a float that showed hornets fighting spark, spark plugs. plugs. Because Speedway is where the Indy 500 is, right? So, I mean, I guess they could have been like the tires or something. It could have been worse. But I have to tell you. That's only in America. Making a fighting spark plug that didn't look like something else. That was offensive in some way. And there was a whole range of things that could look like accidentally. Yep. Was always a challenge. No, it, it was that. a challenge. I can see that. But we we managed to do it. It was a lot of um, chicken wire and tissue paper.
1: Speaking cool. of the most evil person in this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. You want to just get it out of the way? Yep. Haley's really bad.
1: She is horrific. And she... Who is she playing for here? What do you mean? When she comes in the house and pretends to find the dead body. Yeah. She has to be doing, not actually doing that. She's doing
0: it for the voicemail. She's doing it for the- The fact that she is acting that way as well, visually acting that way, is for the TV show. Yes. (laughs) It's for the flashback.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Because she should just be walking around going, dad- Oh no! Are you asleep? Ah! <laughs> She's a bit better. See, if actor. she did that, it'd give it her away. Give her away, right? And we'll
1: get to why she kills everybody. It's
0: <laughs>
1: Santa slaughterhouse here.
0: What has she got against Santa?
1: James? Wow! There's a lot of. I went back and double checked. There is the body in the chimney when she drives up. Yes. Yep. It's there. Yeah.
0: I love we see Gina for the first time when Mike and Kristen come to the crime scene. Yes. And Gina's like, "Mike, you looked very handsome in the parade." I can't do a Russian accent, but that's what she said. She's because you have to know if you've never seen Broken Wood, Gina is infatuated with Mike. But yeah. in a very funny way. It almost crosses the line, but it doesn't actually but, uh, cross Yeah, it never does. It's always no. in kind of a funny way. And but he's if, very classy about it.
1: But if Mike was like, okay, let's go, Gina, she would be like, "Getty up. Yeah. <laughs> like, no first, problem.
0: First we drink vodka, then we make the love, yeah. me and you and Mike. Yes. Like, at the drop of a hat. <laughs>
1: And she also suggests that he should be Santa in the future.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't know why she wants him to do that, but maybe she's got a thing about Santa costumes.
1: So the person who is dead in the Santa costume, because we don't know about the other dead person yet. Right.
0: Is, is the mayor. Is the mayor. Evan Whitestone. Yeah. His and, throat's been cut in this, the Santa costume 90 minutes after the parade.
1: And so if he was in the parade which he wasn't actually, but we'll get there. He's only been dead 90 minutes. Wouldn't they know right away that it was longer than that? Like the blood would be a different color.
0: Yeah. Even if it's all in his fake beard, I would think rigor and all kinds of stuff because he's actually been dead like 12 to 18 hours and that's a big difference. That's a
1: big difference. SSG and ESR are
0: requested. Yeah, Mike's, Specialist Mike gets all serious about the crime scene.
1: Specialist Search Group and the Environmental Science and Research Group. A so crown- that's
0: different than SACO.
1: Uh, It's basically SACO. It's a Crown Research Institute, the sole provider of forensic science and services for the police. Okay. Uh, They have laboratories in Auckland, Wellington, and Christchurch for these laboratories. They're on call 24 hours a day.
0: So they need crime scene. Yeah. Inside and outside. Yep. Is what he's saying. Yeah. Well, that's kind of an obvious thing, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it's not like this could be an accident. No. So
1: then Mike talks to the dead body because that's what he does. He always does. And it... I, I in a, a very sympathetic love way that what that part of his character
0: and it's not anything supernatural he's he's in homicide because he has sympathy for victims and he's really and he's, determined to get justice. It's for part people. of his process
1: yes is to place himself in the in contact with the victim.
0: yes initially in the in the series they kind of make fun of him for it and they kind of are weirded out by it yeah but by this point in the series like Kristen is like she knows he's gonna do it
1: so they talk to Haley the daughter who is actually the killer but we don't know that and she was at the family batch yeah do you know what that is it's a summer house it's a summer house yeah
0: Yeah. oh don't forget there's a pie
1: did you (laughs) notice Breen (laughs) has the Socko booties over
0: his elf booties yes (laughs) I love that he shows up in his elf costume.
1: Yes. <laughs> so there is a pie on the floor. Yeah. And this begins the biggest debate of the
0: episode. Yes. Which is? <laughs> who? What is the king of pies? What is the king of pies and is between? There's mince and cheese, yes. steak and cheese, steak and onion. I mean, really... All kinds of stuff can go in a, in a pie, in a hand pie, but it's steak and cheese. Now, Sarah, have you had one of these pies? Not from New Zealand. Not from New Zealand. I've had uh, a Michigan hand pie. Yes. Which is the same kind of construction, sort of pastry with meat and stuff in it.
1: So I called and contacted a number of pie shops in New
0: Zealand. Okay.
1: No one sent pies internationally. This guy named Patrick at Patrick's Pies, the Gold Star Bakery, worked really hard to try to help me find somebody who would sell me.
0: Send send us like frozen New Zealand pies? Yes.
1: He worked very hard. Man, you've
0: been looking for frozen food shipped all week. Yeah. Because we were trying to send my sister pizza from Indy that she loves. And she's, she doesn't live in Indianapolis anymore. Yeah. And I really wanted to get her that pizza that she loves so much. And they wouldn't do it.
1: But I was not deterred. Oh, No. No. I you found kept trying
0: in Alexandria, Virginia, Yeah, the Kiwi Cuisine Pie Company. Well, that's going to be a lot better than a pie that comes literally from New Zealand. So I ordered us. <laughs> 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 but not in time for us to try them no, today. No,
1: no. Unfortunately, they're a little backed up. I called them to see when our order would be shipped, but it has not shipped yet. So I have ordered us the gift of pies, as they call. It. <laughs> I I have ordered a dozen pies oh my gosh. for us. Okay. That's a lot of pies. So uh I ordered um four of three types. Okay. Okay. I was gonna order sausage, by the way. The, the people who run this place are from New Zealand.
0: Of course they are. So they
1: have sausage rolls and everything. Yeah. But, okay. So I ordered a mince beef and cheese. Okay. So I ordered four of those. So that is- That's like
0: hamburger and cheddar, right?
1: It is all natural ground beef, rich gravy seasoned with Vegemite. Oh. Uh, creamy white cheddar, all tucked in flaky
0: patron- pastry. I don't know about Vegemite gravy.
1: Uh And I ordered steak and cheese, all-natural sirloin beef chunks, slow roasted for 24 hours, surrounded in rich gravy with white cheddar and mozzarella. That sounds really good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to those. And then on the crazy spectrum, I also ordered buttered chicken. Four buttered chicken ones. That sounds good. Which are onion, peas, carrots, and spicy, creamy tomato chicken. I like buttered chicken. I do, too. I think... uh, we are gonna enjoy these pies. Are you and
0: I gonna eat all of them?
1: Oh, I hope. While not. the kids That's are away. They they're kinda of gigantic. Oh okay. So
0: we may have to do a little video, little Instagram think, reel of I us think, eating the pies. I
1: think we might. I kept sitting on this all week that I had been looking for pies and (laughs) wanted to surprise you with pies. I couldn't get them here in time. I
0: look forward to
1: it. But we will be soon doing a pie review. The people on the phone were they were super nice. Everybody was super nice. I wish that the guy in New Zealand was like, I wish we could try to get you some. We love broken wood. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, you told him we were doing a podcast. Yep. That's why we wanted the pies. Yep. They were like, well, will, will you mention the name of our store? So I
1: will put both Patrick's Pies, Gold Star Bakery, and uh, Kiwi Cuisine in uh in the show notes for you to purchase them if you wish.
0: Rock and roll. I'm oh. looking forward to this. I know. That's going to be fun. That's going to be super good. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know about your enthusiasm cuz listeners don't know, but you hate pie.
1: I I dislike crust quite a bit. Like
0: you won't eat like apple pie. No. No, it's You gross. won't go anywhere close to it.
1: No, but I wanted to be a good sport here and And get some pies for us. I think when it's meaty, you might like it
0: better. Maybe, maybe. Isn't that amazing? I thought you would be like, oh my gosh. I'm super stoked. Okay. I am super, super stoked. Unlike Roxy. Who's Roxy? Roxy is Breen's girlfriend. Oh. And she's gone vego. Do we ever meet her? Uh, no. I didn't think so. No. And he's not always talking bad about her, by the way. No, no. He really, really he, loves he her. He does love her. I but think, but I she think... seems to get a lot of crazy ideas sometimes. Like, she decides to redecorate their living room, or she decides yeah. to be a vegetarian, or... I think they get married and they move away, and that's how we that's get That's how, how that. he leaves yeah. the show, yeah, yeah. later in, uh, like, season four or something. Yep. Yeah. And then there's the insanticide. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now... He's not actually Santa. He was just a man in a suit. It's a
1: man in a Santa suit.
0: So it's man in a Santa suit <laughs> <laughs> Not santa side.
1: And now we have the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They make this big deal out of Mike going, no, it's just a man in a Santa suit. And, it's not Santa.
1: And that is a really good piece of writing because you're like, does Mike believe in Santa? You're like a little weird. Why out. is he
0: making such a big deal out of it? And, then, he, and he makes a point of it every time.
1: And then he explains that he's doing it for his nephew. Yeah. Who, is, who, who has, has Down, Down syndrome. And has trouble with Santa and doesn't want to know that Santa's ever been killed or anything. And I think that that shows so much of Mike's character.
0: It makes his nephew very happy to know that Santa is real. And so there's no reason to say that he's not.
1: Yeah. And even though his nephew isn't part of the episode, we never see his nephew. We never see his sister or anything like that. It shows character that he still does it even when he's not with his nephew. Well, you
0: wouldn't want to slip. Yeah. right do you know what the the emergency number is in New Zealand
1: one one one
0: that makes so much sense
1: it's so much more sense <laughs>
0: 911 in the. US yep yeah. man the in the age of rotary phones I don't know I'm, I'm sorry listeners I'm not
1: up on the phone system of New Zealand <laughs>
0: but but they had to have had rotary phones at one yeah. point just so, like everybody else yeah, did
1: that's why New York's Area code is two one two because it's easier to dial. Yeah,
0: but in the UK it's nine nine nine.
1: Yeah, nine nine nine. Well, that came after touchdown.
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because in the age of rotary, you're dead before you even finish dialing. Yeah, you just wait. Off with your head. Hold on, one more. Yeah. Please don't kill me until after this thing goes all the way back around. It just takes so long. Yeah, it's been nine one one in the U.S. for a long time though.
1: Yes, it has. But it's in, since before Touchstone. but then I think England's only been
0: nine 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 since after Touchdown,
1: the nineties and Touchdown. Because
0: that's so, cruel. Yeah, if not. <laughs>
1: Okay, in the cop shop we are updated on what possibly a motive for all this is, which is there's a new mayoral election. Yeah. And
0: elections in Brokenwood are always interesting. Yes. Whatever they are. So I love that Kristen has like the mayoral candidate cheat sheet. She that does. has all four candidates on one page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mugshots of mayors.
1: Yes. So there's Neil Bloom, who is the pharmacist. Chemist.
0: <laughs> he, uh, Sam says chemist, and Kristen says pharmacist.
1: Yeah, there's no difference.
0: I know. I think it's a British thing to call them chemists, and in some ways New Zealand is like, no, no. We're New Zealand. Yes. We're not British.
1: Yes. Uh, Victoria Spiegelman, who is awesome, who just eats up all the scenery. She is in. a nut job <laughs> She's though. a nutcase. It's fantastic. I love how crazy. I'll she.
0: be right back. The prune juice is kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She, she comes back and she's doing up her pants. Oversharing. Wait. Yeah, she's talking about transparency. It's a little too much. Yep. Held my grandfather's intestines together. Yep. Jed
1: Chalmers, the local
0: hipster. He's a hipster barber. What do you think about his beard? I like his beard. It's fake. Yeah. It's not a real beard. Yeah. But it's a really good fake beard. It's a good fake beard. He he has good hair.
1: He does.
0: And good vest and suspender combo. Yep.
1: Yep. He does. Good Jed. And And
0: glasses. Hey. Crazy. (laughs) Yes. What then there's it? Pete. Crazy Pete. Crazy <laughs> Pete. Crazy Pete's mighty meats <laughs> and land development fracking scheme. I love th- this is
1: why I say it's midsummer in New Zealand because all these minor characters are completely have unique Things that don't make them like caricatures, but kind of caricatures.
0: They're yeah. Yeah. You would say, oh, they're local characters. Yeah. So Neil, the pharmacist, is the only one who is a semi-recurring character. Yes. He's the the gay pharmacist. Well, he
1: becomes mayor.
0: And he becomes mayor, and he his partner is the reverend yep. of the church. Yep. And so later we know they're a couple and and together they're kind of characters in the village or the town or whatever. Um, I I love that he hands flowers out because his last name is Bloom. Yep. But he
1: says, my family has different kinds of parades. Yeah. Meaning pride parades. Yeah. But there's a pride parade episode later, I think.
0: Later after he's been mayor. Yeah. The town's ready for it, but yeah. now he thinks they're not ready for it. They do such a good job showing you just how crazy Pete is. When we get to see his office with yeah. all of the stuff from his past marketing campaigns, there are including no
1: Romans in No New
0: ever, including, yeah, the full-size cardboard cutout of him wearing Roman gear and the, the, um, just, just so, so many stupid ideas for sales. Well, there's the, um, the, oh, what it? The, the Santa meat massacre. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would that make anybody want to buy? I, I don't know.
1: He kind of looks at it and goes, well, maybe that's not a good one.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that doesn't have anything to do with this. Yeah. Hey, how did the butcher introduce his wife? Oh,
1: I don't know. How did the butcher introduce his wife?
0: Meet Patty. Wow. <laughs>
1: Wow, Dad called. He wants his jokes back.
0: It <laughs> is a joke my dad told me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there's Maureen Moffett, who is Evan's campaign manager. Yes, and sidekick and like city council, whatever la- lady who helps stuff. Um, and she's and we can't find her. We don't know where it is, where she is, because she's in the chimney. Yes, I I gotta say. Upside down in a chimney for like what three days? Yeah, she's not gonna look good. It's not good. No, not good at all. No, it reminds me of gremlins.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: This is a Christmas episode. Most people forget that...
1: Gremlins is a Christmas movie.
0: Well, they don't forget that, but they forget the horrible story about the dad who goes down the chimney and dies in the chimney.
1: You want to hear a silent theater, go see Gremlins when it comes out in the 80s. Yeah. We were expecting puppets and mayhem and chaos. And, and then all, all of a
0: sudden, Phoebe and, Cates is like, yeah, my dad died trying to surprise us on Christmas. Oh, You're like, moved, yeah. slammed into a wall. Yep. Oh, Wow. Anywho, I remember that moment in the theater. Oh, I bet. I love so, that Mrs. Marlowe says, oh, I heard the mayor was found naked and, and bound in his mayoral chains. Yes. <laughs> like, no, you just made that up. <laughs> to see if that was true. Yes. So that Mike would say, no, 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 no. <laughs> so like many
1: colonies, they they wear mayoral chains in New Zealand.
0: I double checked. Not here. No, they don't here. U.S. mayors don't have those big old bling. You were going to say stupid chains. No. They're awesome. They're big gold bling.
1: They're awesome. None that I know of. Haley says a weird thing here that she was in Smith Bay. Mm-hmm. But the only Smith Bay I could find is south of them but she says it's north of
0: i'm sure they made that up it's just a generic thing she says she was off finishing her first novel
1: yeah so she was supposedly writing book for mills and boone do you know who mills and they're a
0: romance publisher
1: oh boy i went through their
0: entire website (laughs) they're a big romance publisher They,
1: they are a big romance publisher and uh They have a number of interesting, strange lines of books for Mm -hmm. a British publisher. Mm -hmm. They have a whole cowboy one. I Mm. want to read any British written novel.
0: You have to remember, my first master's degree, my thesis was about romance novels. I know way too much about them.
1: So Sims says you can make a pretty penny doing that. How much can you make?
0: I don't think individually they make a lot of money. I think they're prolific writers. They are. so you make more money th- because my former mother-in-law loves romance novels and she used to go buy them by the paper sack at the yep. used bookstore. Yep. Like, it's volume, not quality.
1: Yeah. So you can, any they say on their website, the Mills and Boone website, you can make anywhere from 2K to 30K per book. I'm sure there's a tier system and all that stuff.
0: But it is one of the genres that has survived on paper yes people don't want to read kindle romance novels Uh, well because the book covers are so important but the
1: the mills and boone book covers i didn't like them at all they aren't no they're 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 not
0: fabio in the breeze with a kilt on no okay breezy pecks. yeah (laughs) it's a whole area of study right there yep so maureen's in the chimney yep she's got a head injury yes she was drunk and she had smoke inhalation. Yes. Why would she have thought that she needed to go on the roof to open the flu?
1: Because he, he suggests it, because he says, Oh, the, I forgot the Santa.
0: Oh, uh, so it's not the flu that's the problem. It's the fact that there's Santa in the chimney.
1: And he says, I'll go do it. And right. Haley goes, no, 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 you're too drunk. You're too drunk.
0: And it was her idea to light a fire anyway because she yes. kn- she knew they would have to go there. Because I was like, you open the flue from inside the fireplace. Now, granted, when there's a fire burning, that's kind of difficult to do. Yeah, but as far as I know, you don't open the flue from the roof. That no. would be really really hard to do.
1: No, but she's crazy.
0: What does she do with the legs? Because if they found the legs in the yard, but there were legs in the chimney, I think somebody would have got suspicious. They
1: threw it in the. They throw them in the backyard, um, and I guess
0: the. The uniform guys just were like. Or Haley hid them. Haley hid them, or something. We just don't see yeah, it. Something. I love it. Gina's lines are always gems. Yes. It's not unusual for Santa Clauses to die in Russia. They in the fall lead up like to, flies. In the lead up to Christmas, they fall like flies, usually from accidents involving roofs, ice, and too much vodka.
1: <laughs> and she's uh dressed in fancy
0: underwear. Yeah, There's this suggestion that she's a strippergram, a Santa strippergram. Yes, but she's not Santa. She's a woman in a Santa suit yes. who is going to strip. Yes, she's Mrs. Claus. She's woman in a Santa suit strippergram aside. <laughs> <laughs> Get it straight. So oh, Victoria's go, House. We go
1: to Victoria's
0: House. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. Bees I, for life. I love the strings. Yes, it confuses the cats and the dogs. I hope they fall and break their necks.
1: But she has a sign about cats attacking birds. She's just all over the place.
0: No, she hates cats. Yeah. She hates cats. She hates dogs.
1: Yeah. Xmas.
0: She wants to Mm -hmm. save snails. She wants to end whaling and and the bull rush, which is a plant. Yeah. No more mining. Don't frack up our water. Bees for life. Ban Christmas. White stones of whitewash. Yep. Save broken wood from itself. Yes. Man, just imagine how horrible it would be if she actually was elected mayor. (laughs) She'd be like in the city council going, hold on, I got to go poop. I'll be back. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Victoria. Thanks.
1: Thanks, (laughs) Victoria. Though she's right in a lot of things. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's just the way she goes about it. You know, she had a little tact. So she gives Breen a drink. The tea? Yeah. The Kawakawa ginger lemon bitters and iodine? (laughs) Yes. The arsenic is a joke. Yeah. It it, it has too strong of a flavor. I had prunes for breakfast.
1: Oh, man. So Neil was working instead of going to the parade because he wanted his employees to go to the parade. Oh,
0: yeah. Neil's nice. He's super nice. He's genuinely a good guy. Yes, he is. He's very helpful in other episodes, too. Yeah, he is. And poor Jared. So then we find missing. Jared missing, but he's been gashed in his thigh. He's he- been hit on the head. Yeah. Had booze poured over him. Had his leg cut very close to his femoral artery. Yeah. I mean, Haley thinks he's dead. Yeah. She's hoping she, he's dead.
1: She tries to kill him
0: and completely ruins the nice elf costume that Mrs. Marlowe made for him. Uh, exa- exactly. Geez, come on! <laughs> but that's the kind of guy Jared is. He comes to pick up Evan to take him to the parade. Yes.
1: Oy. And this is how they figure out that he was that. Santa and Mrs. Claus were dead
0: 12 to 18 hours before. Well, that and Gina does the postmortem and says, no, 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 they died a long time ago. I picked up, I hadn't seen this one uh, since it first uh, was released here. And I picked up on the whole Evan dad thing pretty early on because I was incredibly confused. Yes. I was like, who's Evan? Yes. Because Haley talks about Evan and like, but is that, that's her dad. Like, why isn't she calling him dad? Oh, yeah, now I remember. (laughs) He's not her dad, and she's horrible. So Breen loses the debate
1: here, and the pie is steak and cheese. Yeah.
0: Jed's whole campaign manager in Croatia and all that, that is so unnecessary. Yeah. I don't, I don't, we don't need it. They
1: just need him to be slightly weird. So then we meet Kia and Tina, who are Jared's aunts. Who are part of like a really evangelical Christian? Mm-hmm. Um, he's a
0: good Christian boy. Santa Claus was never mentioned in the Bible. They're but they love him so much. Yeah. they're not. I mean, they're they're very religious and conservative, but they care about him. It's it it's not to a fault or anything like that. That's just yes. who they are.
1: so Victoria shows up here, and this is a a clever piece of writing cuz she shows up and says she's here to support Fana but it appears in the credit in the subtitles as W H A N A U What's that? It is a Maori word for extended family. Uh. It's used in everyday New Zealand English as well as official publications. So it's not slang or anything like that. But her using it, because she's not related to Jared in any way.
0: No, Victoria not. Is
1: that kind of
0: coat hanger,
1: co- uh, coat tailor mentality that I think like... I'm going to be so supportive of indigenous peoples. I'm going to be like their extended family. It's too much. It's a bit, it's a bit. But
0: Tina seems to like her.
1: Yeah. Tina seems seems to like her. So crazy
0: Pete's meat massacre. (laughs) Such a bad idea. Was thinking? Like, it's so stupid. And he's calling, he wants to call the the new housing development Meatville. Meatville. I mean, it's so bad. You get a hundred meters, squ-
1: a thousand meter square plot for 500K.
0: Is it meters, M-E-A-T, <laughs> meters? <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> I mean, really, anywhere you can put a meat pun in, he's going to do it.
1: Yes. And we have... The leopard and cheetah making its first appearance. And that was and a frog and cheetah. Frog and
0: cheetah. And and it's run by... It's run by Ray Nielsen. Yes. Uh, his sister shows up later and she's a, she kills somebody. So. I, no, I think she's in prison
1: now. at, at this she's point. She's already
0: killed somebody. But she's
1: also fantastic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just remember when the first time they introduced the frog and cheetah. It was like, oh, it's a cheetah. Cheetah. Like, does he break the rules in a yeah, game and that makes cheetah. him a cheetah? <laughs> the way they
1: say it. And apparently Evan was drinking Dirty Bastards.
0: What's a dirty bastard? I know it's got rum in it, but other than that. No, it has no rum in oh. it. Oh. Uh, and I'm actually thinking maybe I should make some of these. Okay. Maybe we should have them with our pies. Yeah. Oh, dirty dirty bastards, bastards and pies. And pies. <laughs> <laughs> What's what? in a dirty
1: bastard? Uh, lime juice, ginger beer, Irish whiskey, and ginger syrup. All those things sound oh, delicious. Yeah. It sounds yeah.
0: like a, a ginger, uh, ginger ale whiskey sour. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. So we'll sounds definitely. Good.
1: We'll definitely get the fixins for that to make for, dirty to bastard
0: have, and pie to have our dirty <laughs> bastards and pie <laughs> sounds good <laughs> yeah uh, old pete the, the the meat man was at a strip club yeah called stallions and then checked into a hotel where he might not have been alone um i think that was probably a gay nightclub oh you think stallions oh i don't know i can't judge on that I don't know. I did not look up. uh, Either way, I'm not really surprised that he has trouble finding romantic partners in town.
1: Yeah. No, his wife is in Sydney. Remember? Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. Yeah. I'm not surprised she's gone, uh, you know, with an excuse either. Yes. He's not. (laughs) I don't think he'd be very fun to hang out with. He'd be like. Hey, have you talked about meat today? Let's talk some more about meat. Meat, meat, meat. That's meat. I did not look up gentlemen's clubs in New Zealand. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Wow. Speaking a- of frog and cheetah. Antipi- he's a cheetah. Anti Antipodine. Did you get my joke? He's a cheetah? Yeah. He's a cheetah. <laughs> Antipodean? Yes. Do you know what that word means? It means Southern Hemisphere, doesn't it?
1: Well, it's Australia and New Zealand specifically.
0: They're the Antipodes. I
1: love how Breen is like, why can't we have Jared as the Santa Claus in my photo shoot? And they're like,
0: he's... You mean Jed. Yes, Jed. He's Maori. Blue contacts? Makeup? (laughs) No. No, Sam. No. Super white man. No. (laughs) Sam is super white.
1: When Sam says that 137 steak and cheese pies were served in Brokenwood that Saturday
0: morning, I was like, I need a pie. <laughs> yes. And five of those should be for me. I don't think uh, Haley's romance novel is gonna go over well anyway. It's called Bloodletting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like um if you think you're being subtle and nobody knows how homicidal you are, you're just not hiding the clues well enough to keep that if you know, like yep. like she's over there flicking a straight razor in the corner. <laughs> are you are you murderous? No. So Jared wakes uh, up not in the, the hospital and then Santa tries to kill him. <laughs> and runs like a girl. Yeah, I didn't like that. Didn't, but she does. But she does. And and, and not like in a stupid way, not like flailing her arms around. Oh, and she doesn't like have a purse on her arm or anything. No, it's just it's not a masculine gait. I think yes. it. I think that's okay. But they're it, smart to let Kristen say it. Yeah, and Mike
1: figures all this out.
0: Yeah, and at first she's
1: like, "Oh, what are you talking about? I have to get to the funeral. I it, it starts in five minutes. You should be at your father's funeral, but five minutes more than five minutes before." <laughs>
0: I love when uh, they show the the reenactment of the crime when Jared shows up and he's like got a face full of pie yep. and she turns around and she's half in the Santa suit. Yep. So she just looks pregnant yes. in red overalls.
1: And then the poor pie gets flung into the corner.
0: Ah, the pie. Yep. The biggest clue in the whole deal. Yep. <laughs> you know? He should have bled to death. Because I slipped a straight razor under his elf tights and- I- Cut him somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Like if you wanted to make sure he was dead, cut his throat. You know how to do that. So she did she do that because she wanted to make it look like an accident? Like he just happened to be running around with a straight razor in his pocket. He's
1: drunk with the straight razor. (laughs) She didn't really think this out.
0: But he did was it a pocket? I I don't think it was a pocket. I think she like slipped it. Into the leg of his pants. Mm-hmm. In the leg of his little elf shorts. It's weird. <sighs> like, was it's he weird. was he that reckless with his straight razor? Yeah, he's like, la la la, making toys for Santa. Oops, I cut my leg. <laughs> Gonna pass out now. Poor Jared. There's not only is her book called Bloodletting, but her bookshelf is like ways to kill people. <laughs> Other ways to kill people. My story of killing people. Blood. Dead, blood, blood, dead, murder, kill. Yep. There should have just been one, like one Fabio romance novel in all of that. Like, my Scottish love, you know, just like in the midst. Yes, of all that stuff. Yeah. Romance in the outback. (laughs) That's Australia.
1: So she gets taken away. Awkward
0: funeral. Yeah, there's going to be some talking at the mayor's funeral. Who's
1: going to, like, when you have a funeral for a, family member you kind of in charge of the funeral yeah but who's gonna run that
0: funeral Ah, uh, mrs Marlowe. yeah she'll step up she'll step up and go so Haley was just arrested and kind of admitted that she did it so anybody else want to say something and here's a <laughs> sausage roll yes i brought some sausage rolls and some some pies and uh yeah poor maureen yes <laughs> the end the end <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't doubt Mrs. Marlowe will step uh, up.
1: So Kristen, ha- having spent the whole episode wishing for snow, she just is like I wish one one year we'd have snow on Christmas.
0: Then you need to move, honey.
1: And her parents are in the UK.
0: And the reason their her parents are in the UK is because they get snowed in. Yeah, they get stuck, so they end up having a little
1: Christmas at the cop shop.
0: Yeah. That is one anemic-looking chicken. One anemic-looking bird. Whatever that bird is, it needs to go back in the oven for a bit. Yeah, it needs some color on it.
1: Yeah, it definitely. But but Mike the volunteers to work on Christmas, and they all stay with him.
0: So if you've never watched Brokenwood before, I I really think this episode is a really good example of the tone of the show. Yeah, there's every once in a while they get into some um, kind of deeper themes, especially about. Uh, native New Zealanders and things yep. like that, but for the most part, it's pretty darn light, like this episode is. Well, and this is so if you like this one, I think you'd like the whole show. So
1: this is the season that has the Lord of the Rings episode, yes, <laughs> which
0: is fantastically crazy and
1: insane. Yes, it has the one with the 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 poet who dies, and there's a fight over his body. Mm-hmm. There's that one.
0: The guy who falls whose parachute doesn't release. Yes. At Mike's birthday party. Yeah, that's in another season. Oh, sorry, I thought that was the next one. No, and then and then the the next one is the classic cars ones. Yeah, the car show one. I mean, they're they're all really fun. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely worth checking out if you've never seen it before.
1: But it's really well acted, really well written. They're tight. They're certainly like for an hour and a half, it it moves along. There's no filler. Mm-hmm. There's no like kissy kissy, lovey lovey. And in
0: general, we get all the clues. Yeah, I mean, there's usually something that Mike has figured out that nobody else has, where he he kind of goes, you know, but aha, the and only reveals thing it. We
1: don't see is what's on her bookshelf here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's very little that we don't know. I think they make it very fair. In yeah. most episodes it's very fair. You can you could probably figure it out. Except for the fact that she's Looney McToony. She is far more insane than you could guess that she is. Yeah, she is super crazy. super crazy. And like And her motive is money? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I think she kind of wants to punish Evan for not Helping her mother. But her, her that mom was, was years ago. Yeah, but that's kind of been festering, I think. I guess. That and maybe he should have done it, more. It does
1: have an exciting, inciting incident. The fact that he calls her and says, I'm going to ask Maureen to marry me. Yeah. Is an inciting incident it, it, yeah. to a crazy person like and that.
0: If she's And they say she's probably been thinking about it for a long time. Yeah. And that pushes her over the edge. So yep. she's got... Many, many more reasons to do it than just that one thing. Yeah, um, but that's what makes her do it. And really, for somebody who decides in kind of the spur of the moment to kill two people, she doesn't do a half bad job. No, she almost gets away with it. Yeah, she very—if not for Jared and his dang old pie, <laughs> I would have got away with it if yeah, it weren't if, for Jared and his, if Jared his Jared dang didn't old pie.
1: Come over, she might have gotten away with it completely. Yeah, him and his stupid tights and pie in a bag.
0: Pie in a bag. Jared.
1: We're not putting them in a bag. We'll put them in the oven, but we're not putting them in a bag. You don't
0: want them in a wax paper bag? No. You'd be like those, um, the people on Miss Scarlet who buy their little meat pies in the street and just put them in their pockets. Yep. Without any wrapper or anything. They just put them in their linty pockets. Well, you know,
1: Victorians.
0: Get them out, eat a bite, and have put it back. Wax paper or anything. Like the gravy's all over your pocket. now. <laughs> All that Vegemite gravy. All that Vegemite gravy. All right. So that is season three, episode four of Broken Wood Mysteries, a very bloody Christmas. Yes. Next up, we have a spoiler-free mini episode for Midsummer Murders, season oh, but, 23, episode two. Before that,
1: we still have best
0: corpse to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah! Nice corpse.
1: Yeah, so let's- Edit all that out. Edit all that out. So- Best corpse. Uh, By the way, there's a ton of mom, mom, I got a part. They all come in the room and say super and hand them a piece of paper. No, senior. Senior. Senior.
0: Senior. Well, and there's the um, woman who is the victim's advocate who follows Haley around. Who doesn't say a word. Doesn't speak for half the episode, just wears her little business suit and yep. stands there quietly, looking compassionate and supportive. There are a
1: lot of characters in this episode. Yeah, a
0: lot of, lot of people. We haven't even
1: talked about Mike's
0: boss who appears for one scene, but he's in a lot of other episodes. Yeah, you see him more if you watch more of the show. Yeah. So, best corpse, Evan or Maureen?
1: I'm going to go Maureen on the gurney. She doesn't move a
0: stitch. I'm going to go Evan, because not only does he have to sit there with the bloody beard smooshed up against his face and everything, but later when he's on the slab, they've got all the prosthetics on his neck to make it look like his neck is all torn up.
1: Yeah. And he's
0: being pretty still. He's, pre-
1: he's pretty still.
0: Oh, I completely forgot. My biggest problem with this episode. Oh, okay. Okay. And this is a big problem. Yes. Is that the whole way she gets away with this is by convincing everybody that Evan was in the parade, right? Yes. So Haley dresses as Santa Claus and goes and is in the parade as Evan. Yes. She is a good six inches shorter than him. She is a good six inches shorter than him and has boobs. Well, that you can hide with a big fat suit, right? Maybe. She's got the big Santa suit, the beard. I mean, she's not like super well endowed and hard. It would no. be difficult to hide. She's got a beard and a suit and all that. I don't have a problem with that. She is way shorter than him. Yep. And everybody People would, would know, know. Immediately. And she can't speak. Yes. The whole time she's there. And yep. she's the mayor. Yeah. Nah, I'm not buying. No. I mean, it's a very clever plot. Yeah. To have her pretend to be him so it throws everybody off about when he died. But I don't think she could have done it. I don't think she could have pulled it off. I think people would have said immediately, that's not Evan.
1: Like, there were a bunch of little kids. They would be like, You're a lady. You're a lady. I can
0: see that you're a lady. Yes. Because your beard is not that good. Yeah. (laughs) Santa's got boobs. (laughs) He's hiding them, but he's got boobs. Don't say that. Santa's older. Don't body shame Santa. <laughs> it's not Santa. It's a body shaming person in a Santa suit. Yes. <laughs>
1: After the credits, Neil wins the election. Yes. <laughs> and we hear of none of the other candidates again.
0: No, they're they're one episode characters. Yeah. Which is good because I don't think I could take more of Pete Meat. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't deal with him. Okay. What do we got coming up? So, coming up next is a spoiler free mini episode covering Midsummer Murders, season 23, episode two The Debt of Lies. I hope that the debt is clearer than the prophecy. Yeah. Of the previous episode. So,
1: once again, spoiler free, we'll give you some tips to watch like a maniac. Yes. We dropped that episode on. Tuesday of last week. And at least one of our listeners said, Oh great. I have to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another yeah. person knew exactly what wallpaper we were talking about and said, I saw it in Winstable Pearl too. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I love it. People, more and more people watch like we do now. Yes. We've infected them we, with our maniac. We have it <laughs> infected. And, and we got
1: the sweetest note from Jude, um, who writes for Father Brown and Sister Boniface because we sent her some merch. And,
0: including a Boniface conspiracy t-shirt. Which she said was hilarious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she says that they are super positive on what we're doing. Good. In in uh, their group. Awesome. So that's fantastic. So
0: we don't have to worry about them coming after us. <laughs> no, no.
1: They, they think... They think what we're doing is fantastic.
0: Well, we're fans. Yes,
1: absolutely. We're
0: positive. Yeah. Though I did feel a little bit weird because sometimes we make fun of things and I was like, I wasn't really doing that, knowing that the person who wrote it would be listening. Yeah, but you know what? Ca-
1: and we kind of make fun of the writing
0: sometimes. Sometimes, but you know what? If you can't laugh at yourself, I
1: think both. The I ladies, don't think you could
0: survive that business. The ladies
1: that we've interviewed we both would look at those and go, "Yeah, you're or, right." Or you know, okay. Or more likely, that got changed for a reason totally unrelated. That to That wasn't me.
0: up to me. That's not what I wrote. Or. Yeah. I thought, you know, I had a better idea, but we couldn't do it that way, or whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yep. But I, I think they just have a good sense of humor, anyway. I think yep. they just they're able to laugh at themselves. Yeah, and I find
1: it fascinating that there's these little pockets of BBC around the country. Yeah. And they make different shows, and that's super interesting because of it. Sorry, Definitely. not BBC, but but uh, the people making those. ITV, yeah, the production so. companies.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: Anyhow. Oh, okay. After that, on the 27th of December, so the day after Boxing Day... Uh, we get we'll a do grain, episode three. The grain of truth. And then the third of January, we get Dress to Kill, which is another mini episode. So three mini episodes after this one. No full episodes till the ninth of January. Yes,
0: this is our last full episode yep. of the year.
1: We're taking a break. But you'll wow, you'll get some goodies between now and then for sure. A break. Watch three pines. Yeah. Watch Whitstable Pearl. Yeah. The the last two episodes of Whitstable Pearl were super, super good. good. And last night's Three Pines were fantastic. Slow Horses has been fantastic. Yep, yeah. all all really good all stuff. All super good stuff. And there's so much coming in January. Just to give you some indication of what's coming in January alone, we have so. Uh, the death in paradise Christmas special is going to be on Brit Box on the 26th. So, if you're okay. into, if you're into death in paradise, that comes on the 26th. And then January, of December. yeah, January, we have Pale Blue Eyes, which is the Christian Bale, uh, um, Edgar Allan Poe, Edgar Allan Poe investigate a serial killer at uh, West Point. Uh, West Point, like, I'm like, yes. There's everything I love all in one place. The Rig, which is a straight... It's not a mystery show, but... Woo, it is. Yeah. It's kind
0: of paranormal, super sci-fi mystery on an oil rig. Or rig, a rig with... Game of Thrones
1: versus Midsummer characters. Yeah,
0: you take all the actors from Game of Thrones and Midsummer, throw uh, them together on an oil rig in the middle of nowhere with some kind of unknowable force. That's the rig.
1: Yep, uh, the All Creatures Great and Small Christmas special will be in February here. It's gonna. That's be a on,
0: little late.
1: It'll be in. Jeez. It'll be on. Uh, <laughs> and then uh lockwood and co which oh, you've read wait. the books yeah, of, on uh, will be on netflix on the 27th of january there's just
0: i'm super excited so about that so much
1: and we got a bunch of new news about other shows coming there's there's so much to cover we the the, one of the things we do is our planning for the year during this time period and so we we're going to take what we've learned from doing mystery maniac so far and figure out what we're going to do i would like us to have a plan for at least six months in -hmm. the future so midsummer is january and then we're going to take some time off in february but after that you know we should figure out what we're going to do so, yeah. thank you very much for listening. If you liked us on YouTube, please subscribe and uh, hit the bell. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and email. All those good things. And the
0: subreddit. Yes. The Midsummer subreddit. Yes, which Always has a been fun place crazy to
1: busy active lately, yeah. which is very good. It's, it's great. Fantastic. So there's new episodes. So I should put up a new episode thread. So,
0: so stay tuned for uh, another mini and yep, for the holiday song. Yes. This that, week.
1: That'll be all this week. So all have right. a good,
0: happy holidays, maniacs. Be safe, rest, stay healthy. Yep. Do what you need to do to start the, the year off well.
1: Remember, it's not Santa, it's a man in the Santa suit. That's right. Bye, <laughs> maniacs. <laughs> Bye,
0: maniacs. Woman in the Santa Suit. Aside. Uh,
1: That house is a slaughterhouse. It's Santa's slaughterhouse.
0: Santa slaughter. There's blood all over your beard. How weird. <laughs> there's an outtake for it's you. It's kind of like that. <laughs>